Northeastern alumni can be found around the world. There are over 275,000 people who are connected by one global university. Every day, our alumni volunteers give their time and talent to make the Northeastern network even stronger. In this episode, Alana Gensler, Assistant Director of Alumni Engagement, will speak with a few of our volunteers from San Francisco to Thailand. Hear what volunteering is all about and why they give back. Resiliency and compassion are two words that guided Rachel Rapay through the pandemic. Facing unemployment and uncertainty, she reinvented herself and chose to reconnect with Northeastern. I'm curious kind of how you've navigated these times and what sort of impact the pandemic has had on you. So last year in spring of 2020, I was initially furloughed uh, by my company in Chicago. And it kind of just seems like a nice little vacation. It, it thought that we were going to end quarantine in a few weeks and it just seems like a little blurb. So I kind of took it as that. I took it as just a little break. Um, it wasn't until summer of 2020 when I and a large portion of my company was laid off that I knew that this was real, that I knew that the pandemic was real and my situation has become a lot more daunting feeling than a vacation uh, would feel for many people. So it was scary. Uh, it was humbling, unfamiliar. It was something that I also felt a little guilty for, to be honest, because when I was working, there were times that I just wanted a break. And I, I feel like I was wishing for this moment that has now happened to me against kind of my will. And at the same time, I was subconsciously hoping for it. So I was in this weird place of, you know, do I go forward with seeing what this time can help me with professionally? Can, do I, do I panic? Uh, do I, there's just so many different routes that I felt like I had in front of me. So with that and navigating what the pandemic meant for me, my family, my fiance, everyone, it was that moment too where, okay, I have the time. So what do I want to do with this time? And being able to interact with Northeastern as much as I've been able to, and then also my mask making business, which clearly wouldn't happen without a pandemic. So it was pretty niche. And those are just things that you know, I always wanted to put more time in. Uh, I wanted to be a better volunteer for my community, for those who needed the outreach. And I've also just had this creative side to me that I haven't really been able to tap into since I was a kid almost. And it, it kind of came back to this one thing that I kept reflecting upon where, what can I do at this time where this was the time that I was wishing for? And there's, pros and cons to almost every situation we're in and I was just had to look at myself and my current situations and say okay I currently don't have a job this is very unfamiliar even at Northeastern we were working um and but I have the time I have the skill sets what can I do with what I currently have and that's what I kept going back to what can I do with what I currently have I have the time I have connections to Northeastern. I have communities that need a hand. 
and I have a sewing machine. So these are the different things that were just in front of me. And I won't say it's been easy. It, it did take a second for me to kind of be comfortable in that new space as many do when they're in somewhere new and unfamiliar. But I've been really, really fortunate that I've had Northeastern to open some doors where I can give back to others and join events that maybe I would have said, sorry, I don't have the time. So it's, I, I wish I had a magic formula for navigating these times, but it's, it's just kind of following what interests you and what can, what can you do if you have the time to also to give back. I love how you practice the glass half full perspective and really leaned into these engagement opportunities. I know that you remain very involved with Northeastern between the Chicago alumni community, being a women who empower mentor, being on the young alumni advisory board. So do you think that these involvements have helped you discover certain strengths and skills that you've seen play out during this pandemic and your endeavors? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I'm I'm happy you were able to list all those things that I've had the privilege to join uh, during this time. So one of the things that I think has been a pattern across these groups and just my experience is the concept of resiliency. Um, things look different for for myself, for groups, for universities. Oh my gosh, the current college students. Um, and so it's what do we kind of going back to a previous topic of what can we do with what we currently have and so having those groups to bounce those ideas off of have been very beneficial for me and hopefully for others too to kind of understand the different perspectives and angles that we can approach either outreach or events it's also led to creativity who would have thought you know we would be sending like cocktail mixes to coworkers for a virtual happy hour. And there's just so many different angles that we've taken to find that connection and connectivity to individuals when we're so far away. For me, selfishly, I, I've been kind of enjoying some of these virtual connection points because I am in Chicago now. And I, I miss Boston. I miss seeing the campus. I miss walking down Huntington Ave. So for me, I, I think I've been able to join so many more events due to this current landscape that we do have. And I know that's been something I've brought up with the young alumni board where, yes, we would love to go back to normal in-person events. And me being the city in Chicago, I'm like, whoa, 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 let's, let's keep one or two virtuals on there for me. Like, I would love to see all your shining faces. So some skills and strengths that just have been flexed more during the pandemic is that aspect of compassion and empathy. And, you know, I, I couldn't tell you that I would ever picture myself in this position where I was facing unemployment. I think anyone that went through the Northeastern curriculum would probably say the same thing. You go in getting ready to work and Northeastern does a great job of preparing you for that and setting you up for success where I can't say that anyone would anticipate not having a job. So kind of going back to resiliency and compassion for not knowing what everyone is going through during the pandemic and being respectful of that. And then just 
also the project management, teamwork, and being able to do this all virtual. So there's been a lot of things that I've been able to focus on and strengthen in terms of skill sets when working and volunteering with Northeastern. It's great that you feel this sense of community, even remotely, because I think that that's what these engagement opportunities really come down to is building community, no matter where you're based. So I'm curious if there's anything else that you'd like to share about your volunteer experience, whether through our office or Northeastern as a whole. Yeah, I think that, you know, if you want to see something offered from Northeastern, it's sometimes as simple as just sending a text message, sending an email. From my own experience, I've just seen very open-minded and collaborative teams, and they want to hear from you. So if you want to see a certain aspect, a certain topic, like we, we want to know that as well. And I think also, especially during these virtual times, just knowing that you do have a community out there, whether you're 50 years out of undergrad or you're a freshman, uh, the Northeastern community and being a Husky goes a long way. So lean into that strong, supportive community because they're here for you and you joining only makes it stronger. Networking is not easy, but Ezeki Kosari Solo has cracked the code. Five years ago, she joined the Northeastern Civil Engineering Alumni Organization, also known as NUCIO. It was the first step to growing her network, opening career doors, and building leadership skills when she served as president of the group. Hi, Ezki. Welcome to the Northeastern Next podcast. Hi, Alana. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So I'd love to get started with the Northeastern Civil Engineering Alumni Organization. I understand that you've worn many hats through NUCIO, so I'd love to understand kind of what inspired you to be a member and give back in this way. Sure. So my beginnings at NUCIO was really a great culmination of just Northeastern synergy happening everywhere. Um, I started because I actually, one of my coworkers, also one of my best friends, whose mother, Heather Ford, who is um, an alumni at Northeastern of the Civil Engineering Department, was part of NUCIO's board. They were looking for somebody younger to join the board, more so on a capacity of marketing and getting the word out of NUCIO on social media, and also getting a little bit more younger blood into the organization. You know, with that, I also thought, well, duh, why aren't I not harnessing my already existing Northeastern alumni network? This is a great way for me to not only get involved with my alma mater, but also keep growing and building upon the network that I already have. I know that each year there's a highly anticipated NUCIO dinner, but of course, unfortunately, COVID impacted this year's dinner. But can you kind of paint the picture for me of what that dinner looks like and how it impacts different generations of NUCIO members? Sure. The dinner is an amazing event. And honestly, whenever I go to that dinner, I get goosebumps at just the legacy of Northeastern within the civil engineering department, you know, the civil engineering department at Northeastern, it's really its own little unique thing. We're in Snell Engineering, our design studio is on the fourth floor, and we're a little bit unlike all the other different concentrations in the College of Engineering. We kind of have our own thing going on. And so I think because of that, the group and the faculty, staff, students, alumni, 
really come together from that experience. And that is totally highlighted during this dinner. You can see multiple generations of friends bonding, people making new connections, people reminiscing about the old times, people saying, oh my God, that professor still works there. I was in a soils class or I was in her environmental class. Um, so it is really, really a cool event and I look forward to it every year. And this year we're actually putting a spin on it and we're reimagining it for May of this year. We're doing our annual dinner virtually this year. So I'm really looking forward to that. Even though it's not gonna be in person, we're still gonna keep that um, legacy and tradition going. That's great to hear. I'm sure many are very excited as details continue to unfold. As you well know in your role as a volunteer, one of the best aspects of your work is being able to engage globally. And so I understand that during your undergrad days, you were able to find kind of a Turkish community on campus and really tap into that community. Can you tell me more about how you, first of all, found it and then what you gained from it? Definitely. So finding my little Turkish community at Northeastern when I was there on my undergraduate days was really great, not only from just making new friends, but also finding a piece of home that I had lost a little bit through growing up mostly in the United States. And Northeastern really provided that platform, which I was really thankful for. Um, that journey really started during orientation or even before orientation, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, when I was first um, accepted into Northeastern, there were all of these, you know, undergraduate Facebook groups, especially the Facebook groups that culminated around where every student was living. And so I was going to be living in International Village, so there was a Facebook form um, all online. And um, one of my uh, still good friends, Ipek Abolo, was on there and reached out to me and we connected on Facebook even before starting school. And uh, we said, you know, we have to meet up during orientation, you know, we're going to be buddies, we're going to kind of journey through this together. And that's exactly what happened. And then through her and her friends that she had in Istanbul that were coming to Northeastern for undergraduate degrees. I met them through orientation through that. And I mean, it was nice. I had a little piece of home with me on campus. And they also had somebody that kind of knew a little bit of the New England culture and nature um, in their group that could, you know, maybe help them out um, here and there. It, it was really great. And I'm really thankful for Northeastern for um, kind of reconnecting me back to that. How would you say that these engagement opportunities help you build your network? And what's some advice for someone seeking to get involved again? Building my network through Northeastern, number one, provides the content to be able to introduce yourself and to be able to have a conversation rather than going in just completely point blank and not really having anything to talk about in that first touch base of introducing yourself to that next person. And also, I'm just really passionate about Northeastern because of all the opportunities it has given me. So I think that passion with the context really makes it easy for me to network through the platform. Um, and because of that, I've really leveraged it and try to find as many ways I could get involved. Kim Tran is a co-op mentor in San Francisco, where she gives advice to local co-op students. She believes in the power of experiential learning, giving back, and staying in touch with her Northeastern roots. 
I know that you're coming up on your third year of being a co-op mentor in San Francisco. So first of all, congratulations. That's a lovely milestone. But I'm curious if you can think back to the moment that you really decided to give back in that way. Yeah, I mean, right after I graduated, I moved to California pretty soon, like two weeks after. I was really excited to start my new, you know, adult West Coast life. But at the same time, I had a lot of friends from Northeastern that I really missed. And I think the email kind of came in the right opportunity. I was kind of craving that connection back to Boston. And I thought, like, why not um, start a new experience and see how I can give back? That's wonderful. And over the course of three years, I would imagine that you probably learned a great deal about yourself and had some really interesting connections. So have you been surprised by this role or have you found it to be maybe more fulfilling than you expected in certain ways? Can you kind of share about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know what to expect initially because like thinking of myself as a mentor, like especially right after graduation, maybe a year after, it was something that was new to me, but I always wanted to you know, help anyone if possible. And I actually found out that like even just speaking to my mentees, I was able to kind of get a better connection to the changes in Boston and Northeastern University in general. And I had started some uh, student organizations and just hearing how it's progressed and just the culture in general too. So I started Northeastern's League of Legends Club and back then, like, they didn't understand why, you know, we needed another video game club. But now there's, like, even an esports, like, dedicated facility. And there's, like, coaches and everything. And I'm like, wow, like, that's a complete change. It must be so fulfilling to know that what you've started continues to flourish even after the fact. Um, and I know you mentioned that you moved to San Francisco after graduating. So, you know, having been kind of removed from the Boston campus, have you still felt that global Northeastern network? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different um, as an alumni, but it's it's really interesting because I got to like work on different skills now as, you know, more of an adult, quote unquote. Um, we got to share a lot of, you know, shared experiences like our co-ops, dialogues, or like places to eat around in Boston. But at the same time, there's people of like all different ages and backgrounds that I'm meeting and they have like a completely different, you know, co-op experience. For me, being in the College of Engineering, I was really close with my, you know, classmates and we kind of had very similar co-ops and, you know, classes and being able to connect with people in all the other colleges has been just eye-opening. If you were to give someone advice who's looking to give back perhaps in a co-op mentor, you know, capacity, how would you kind of guide them toward engaging at that level? I think if they're curious, they should just do it because like me, I wasn't sure how I could help. And just being in the experience, you know, allowing myself to be open-minded and seeing what I had to offer, I learned that I had a lot. Um, and I think everyone can kind of relate to starting something new. And I think that's something that we can just support each other with. Dave Wedge was sitting in biology class when he was asked to join the rugby team. He loves to play and loves to coach. So when his best friend stepped down as rugby club president, he jumped at the opportunity. You never know the impact a volunteer role can have on your personal development until experiencing it firsthand. Hi, Dave. Welcome to the Northeastern Next podcast. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm so curious how you first got involved with the rugby community at Northeastern and really how you helped build camaraderie for the student athletes. 
Uh, well, I first got involved by sitting in my biology class as an undergrad and having um, the kids sitting next to me harass me for three weeks uh, to join the club. Um, I guess it was pretty flattering that he thought I could handle playing rugby. So I was uh, eager to join once he encouraged me. <laughs> That's one way to recruit someone. So tell me a little bit about the work that you do um, with the rugby community at Northeastern. You know, I initially stayed involved with the club because I love the game and uh, I love to coach. And when I was a player, we had three alumni volunteer coaches, Mark Phillips, Eric Graham, and Rich Hilton, who were our full-time coaches, but they were volunteers at the time. Um, they were they're Northeastern alumni who graduated probably four or five years before I even got to Northeastern. And they came back to take over coaching the club. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things that motivates me now is you know, seeing the, the amount of effort that they put into, you know, guiding us as students, you know, they would, they would coach us three days a week, but they wouldn't even show up at our games on the weekends. Um, you know, it was hard for them, you know, starting their lives and their families, but uh, to know that they were putting in that time and effort for us during the week uh, was really impressionable on me. It made a huge impression and it's something I wanted to carry on. That's wonderful. And what are some of the challenges of helping students in a competitive um, club sports team within the big city? Uh, well, the, the first part is we're still club. I mean, we, we're, we've always been hoping and we've always been working with the university to kind of elevate us a little bit above club status. We don't necessarily need to be varsity, but because of the type of sport we are, uh, the competitive nature, there is no varsity in the country, but there are clubs in the country that are treated like varsities by their universities. So they have, you know, it's, there are teams that we play that have significantly more resources than we do in order to compete. So we're always challenging Northeastern to help us bridge that gap um, between the, the, the teams that have more resources than we do to, to be competitive with them. So we want to stay as one of the top, right? You know, right now, Northeastern is ranked somewhere probably 20 to 30 uh, in the country as far as you know, division one teams go. And it, it's difficult for us to keep that. Um, you know, in, being in the big city, you know, field times and just space in general is difficult uh, to get. We're always competing with all the other clubs. We're competing with varsities just to get field time. And that's probably our biggest challenge is getting consistent field time uh, throughout the season. What do you think are some things that you've taken away from this volunteer role, especially as you navigate some of those challenges that you outlined? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things for me, I, I work for a small, a medium-sized nonprofit myself, but, you know, I'm, my job is in life support and water treatment. And, you know, being involved as, you know, the, the president of the Alumni Association is, is like running a small nonprofit. And I've, I've gained a lot of skills and uh, in, in experiences in dealing with, you know, the fundraising aspect and the development aspect of helping the rugby club that I've brought back to my work at, at the New England Aquarium. Um, and it helps me kind of relate more to the people who are involved in fundraising and development. And it, it, I, I'm able to, to show them that I have an appreciation for what they do. You know, for someone looking to get involved who may not have a similar background of you or similar skills, what would be kind of some advice for someone looking to transition into a role like this? Uh, you know, you, you definitely have to have a passion for what you're doing. 
seeing the students succeed and thrive is, is definitely, you know, really a big motivator for me. And it helps drive that passion to, to know that I'm carrying that on to the, to the students and passing that down. Um, and that, that's definitely one thing I, I really try to focus on is, is bringing a lot of those traditions that I, I learned when I was a student and, and, and handing it off to them and giving those traditions to them that they, they'll carry on with them. Dave, anything else that you'd like to share about your volunteer experience? Just that, you know, giving back to Northeastern is very rewarding. Um, you know, it's a community and, and to, it, it helps me stay part of the community and I absolutely love it and I wouldn't give it up for anything. Serena Suchdev is an alumni volunteer in Thailand and enjoys meeting fellow alumni around the world, a true global network. In her role, she helps plan local community events that spark exciting discussions and lifelong learning. So I'm curious what inspired you to become a volunteer in Thailand and really give back in that way. Okay, so from the beginning itself, I did the four years program with two co-op at Northeastern. And as you know, Northeastern really promotes the entrepreneurship skills and passion in an individual. So that kind of motivated me to join multiple clubs when I was at Northeastern itself. So during my time at Northeastern, I was in the Thai club, um, NU Impact and Delta Sigma Pi. And during my time, again, I met a lot of people who helped guided me through like my career path, finding the right co-op and then um, better understanding the industry. And that was exactly like the point that I wanted to volunteer. It was, as a Northeastern, in the Northeastern Thailand community, because I realized that during my time at Northeastern, so many people gave to me the opportunity that I would have never gotten before. So I really just wanted to be able to give that to uh, new joiners or maybe some of the existing members, as well as also better connecting younger members with our current existing alumni. That's wonderful. And the great part about your role is that you get to create these intimate engagement opportunities for community members. So I'm curious if you could narrow it down to one favorite event that you've worked on and kind of what that event looked like. Yeah, for sure. There are actually so many events. I actually joined the Eastern Community Leadership Team in around late last year. So I'm still pretty new, but I actually had a lot of uh, chances to be exposed to working with different people to organize different events. Um, a, a lot of our events has been online because of the COVID-19, but I would say my favorite one is with Dr. Perpin, who is one of our alumni, and he is in the Thai uh, Robotics Association, and he hosted and events to talk about robotic system and how um, a lot of development has been done during the COVID-19. I just thought the event was super eye-opening, especially I was actually working um, about like robotics and um, healthcare industry in Thailand as well for my work. So I thought it was super helpful. And even during that event, a lot of people were really interested and they asked very insightful and thoughtful questions. So I thought there was like a good engagement in the local community, even though the event was really just held online. It's great to see that our virtual offerings are being so well received in a time where we really just can't gather safely in person. Um, but I know you mentioned earlier a little bit how those really gave to you um, in terms of your professional journey and you wanting to give back. So can you tell me a little bit how your Northeastern education impacted you professionally? Yep, yeah, for sure. So I would 
separate my answer into three sections. So first one, obviously, classes in Boston. So you start off, I, I started off at least in Boston and during my first semester. So I had a chance to meet a lot of new people. It was my first exposure to study in the US and I was able to learn a lot of hard skill during my time in classes as well that I took in Boston. Um, and then the second is through the co-op program. So here I feel like Northeastern really gave me an opportunity to gain a lot of uh, soft skill as well as hard skill, as well as also exploring different industry to find my passion. And at the same time, I really felt like the co-op program really pushed me and allowed me to take different leadership roles, like looking at a subsidiary company for uh, my existing job at such a young age. And I really, really am thankful for this co-op uh, program. And the last one that I would want to highlight is the study abroad program, because it really gave me a chance to meet new people from other universities, as well as um, from people in Europe. I did a study abroad in uh, Rome, Italy at that time, and also had a chance to travel throughout Europe and saw different cultures, learn how to adapt to new cultures and also appreciate both culture and people. And I really think that all in all, the three points really helped me become a professional in the consulting industry who has like both hard and soft skills. Lastly, any piece of advice you'd give to someone looking to get involved as a volunteer? Yep, for sure. I think you guys should definitely take your chance, take this opportunity and work with the Northeastern team because there's so much chance for you to meet new people all around the world. Because from my experience, like even though I am um, part of the Thailand leadership team, I can still participate and listen to new perspective from other people in other countries and region. So there have also been events from like people in Brazil who hosted and people in Europe or even South America and different regions, uh, cross region events. So I just think it's super interesting to take this chance, uh, listen to new ideas and as well as try to meet new people, even though it's online for now. Um, I think in the future, once all of the whole, like the whole COVID situation is over, I think there will be chances for all Northeastern alumni to somehow meet again as well. I love that positive thinking. Serena, thank you so much. Um, it's an honor to be able to learn your story. So thank you for your time today.